Proverbs 10.1 A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a sorrow to his mother. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to, Thanks God. Be to God. Well, with Jennifer McClish and Will Carlisle, I'm here, Barrett Fisher, and uh, we're diving into Proverbs 10. Come on. A great proverb. The proverbs are just amazing. I, yes. Many times in my life, I have, I have, uh, you know, kind of taken the th- a thirty-one day month and read through a proverb. Many, many times. I right. Mean, I, I, I love just going through a proverb, and there's always, there's always so much wisdom that sticks out. There's little things that, like, I've read so many times, yeah. and then it, it just sticks out to me, Something and it's else. like, wow. Well, I, like yeah. doing counseling with Lou, like. He, you know, he knows so many proverbs, ah, and, but he yes. also, you know, like, cause yeah, I've read through the book several, several times, but, but then he'll, we'll be talking about situation and he'll be like, well, the proverbs say like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it does not say that. <laughs> and then I like look it up and I'm like, holy crap. It, it, it does it's say there. that. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. But that's what's so great about the book, this book. It's different than most books in the Bible and that. It's giving us this, um, well, it's basically telling us, talking to us about wisdom. It's wisdom literature. And the way the book itself is structured is the first nine chapters are these uh, like poems, really. It's Mm. kind of like this very expansive. Yes. And but really inviting us into Mm. making us want and desire Mm. wisdom in our life Mm -hmm. and try to kind of wrap our finite brains around this really profound thing that God is doing in the world that, you know, he's, he's all wisdom, he's beauty, he's glory. He's redeemed us. His, Mm. he intended us to be his vice regents on this planet, his image bearers. And of course we're broken. Now the fall has introduced sin. Um, and he's sent Christ to redeem us, to bring us back to this place of royalty Mm. in, um, you know, in our lives and to bring that, beauty I don't know I can't think of any other word to the world and so it's like he gets you kind of like inspired I guess mm. chapters one through nine right and then this yeah. chapter 10 starts to dive into these like mm. this more instructional but it is very um you know poetic even yeah. still the way they're they're formed and, and that's not too different from Romans which we just finished reading on our mm. daily rhythm but you know Paul like has this long sweeping like beautiful presentation of the gospel in, in the darkness of human condition and then really practically applies it to like daily life and yeah. so yeah Proverbs kind of right. like you know Proverbs has these beautiful images of like wisdom and justice crying out in the streets and you know yes. like really cool and then you get to 10 and you're kind of just have this like wealth of little two to four line bits of just practical wisdom right Mm. that are meant to be chewed Mm -hmm. on like you said and read over and over and over again in your life right um but over time it produces things in you that you could never have set out Mm. to do on your own that's right that's right so let's let's dive into this verse uh Mm. proverbs 10 1 a little bit more you know it it talks about the wise son and the foolish son Mm -hmm. Uh, so so that is a that is a oftentimes a juxtaposition in the book Mm -hmm. of Proverbs is the wise and the foolish. Mm -hmm. And so it begs the question, what, what is like, who defines a wise son and a foolish son or a wise daughter and a foolish daughter? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so 
Proverbs, you know, helps us out with this. If we look back at Proverbs one and verse seven, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in, uh, in Proverbs nine, verse 10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom mm-hmm. yeah. and, and the knowledge of the Holy one is insight. So, so you, you the, the defining of who, what is wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Yes. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. That's kind of interesting. Uh, right. and so, yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, well, I think it also tells us that wisdom is not something you just get overnight. Yeah, you don't arrive. No. Right. And, but I, I love that you're, yes, we have to couch it in terms of the fear of the Lord. And again, remember this I concept of recognizing, you know, who God is. He's our creator. He's almighty. He's, um, you know, he should strike awe and wonder in us. Um, but we should also be afraid uh, because he is the judge of the world. And we should recognize in that that we fall so far short mm-hmm. of um, the mark. And yet he's so loving and provided a re- redeemer away um, into this life with him and to be reconciled to him. So that even though we have this awe and wonder, this fear, we're drawn to him because we trust him so much. And I love to keep that in mind when you're reading this, because mm. I love that in this proverb, you think fathers and mothers, how much like what other relationship on earth prepares you for trust and yeah. that kind of um you know, a place that you ought to be able to go to receive mm. um, things that you can believe and count on and know that if you follow the instruction of your father and mother, then uh, your things will go well with you. But mm. that's all rooted in that kind of trust. Yeah. Mm. Well, and what what struck me kind of reading and thinking about this passage, you know, that that son and father or like the father and mother motif is used a lot throughout Proverbs. Yeah. And it's kind of the bedrock because Proverbs is sort of written to a son figure in um, most instances. And so, um, but what, what it kind of had me thinking about was, you know, aside from your spouse, who, who like what earthly relationship in, in an ideal, like biblical sense, who is more invested in your well being right. and your f- flourishing mm. than your parents, mm. you know, than, than parents who fear the Lord. Yeah. And, um, and what a privilege to have parents who fear the Lord and, right. and, you know, are mm. invested in this. And, and then what does that say about the nature of wisdom? If the people who ought to be most concerned with your well being, you know, their highest joy is your wisdom. You know, I, I just think that that's a great image of like the wealth and, and power and potency of wisdom it, that it is the highest uh, concern and the highest joy of the people who have mm. the greatest desire to see your, you flourish. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, in our cohort, we're reading through the book, uh, Michael Reeves book, Delighting in the Trinity. Yes. And mm-hmm. he hits very hard on the fact that the Trinity is father, son, and spirit, obviously, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, um, but very much like defining the Trinity in terms of the father, Mm -hmm. you know? And so some of us do not, uh, I have a great earthly father, Mm -hmm. but some of us do not, Mm -hmm. Uh, some of us do not have good earthly fathers. Proverbs, I think always assumes kind of godly father and mother. And so like a wise son who's following the wisdom of, of God is going to make his father glad, like his earthly mm-hmm. father who is godly is going to make him glad. Right. He's going to make a mother glad. 
but uh, but not all of us have uh, great earthly fathers, and and I think that's the beauty. One of the beautiful things about the Trinity is that God chose to use familial language, family yeah. language, mm-hmm. to describe his his relationship within yeah. the Trinity itself, but mm-hmm. then also our relationship with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so God is our heavenly Father; like He is a yes. Father to us. So even for those who do not have a good wise earthly father you do have a good and wise heavenly father and mm-hmm. we can you know we can we can read this passage in light of our heavenly father yes i love that and then he's also didn't even just stop there but one of the you know best aspects of the church is that you have this family mm-hmm. here yeah. on earth and right. again all these re just really wonderful relationships within the church that you can relate to people as fathers and mothers, spiritual fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters. And it really redeems those broken um, relationships that we all, you know, have on some level somewhere, Mm -hmm. but yes, especially those hurtful ones when you're, when your parents have let you down. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, zooming out as we kind of get ready to move forward in Proverbs, I think, one of these, one of the themes that's kind of buried in here is this idea that people who fear the Lord ought to bring wisdom and dignity into the earth. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the idea that our wisdom makes our parents glad, you know, like I think that that's something we'll see is when we live in wisdom, we actually bring order, we bring uh, peace and unity mm-hmm. into the earth. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was kind of what well, this called to mind, like the billboard on I 85 North, if you're like driving up to Chattanooga right. or whatever, um, it says like every knee will bow to Jesus, even the Democrats with a little <laughs> devil tail <laughs> and, or, you know, there's like, there's a bunch of those in Alabama. I mean, driving between Alabama and Georgia, you'll see a lot of those like <laughs> yes. really Turner Bernie things. And, right. Um, right. And, you know, it's just like, and not to, you know, cast judgment on the motives of, of people, but I think there, there are a lot of displays of things like that, where we can see people bringing like Christian rhetoric into the world, Mm -hmm. but they're not bringing wisdom. It's unwise. Yeah. It's not discerning. It's not gentle. It's, you know, right. And, and, you know, I, I just think that like, Proverbs is going to paint such a good image for the Christian life where we are people who don't just bring like a big fat rule book and a a big heavy stick into Mm -hmm. the world, but we actually bring peace. You know, we're going to see like images that the, the words of a a righteous person are like oil that Mm -hmm. soften Mm -hmm. skin, you know? And and so, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, one last note and then we'll wrap it up because we got, we got more Proverbs to go through, but some people define sin, and I, and I would say, you know, this is what the foolish son is doing, like mm-hmm. he's sinning. But some people define sin as breaking God's law. Mm-hmm. It's not just breaking God's law. Like, it breaks God's heart. Mm-hmm. It's always relational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I, I think that's what this is getting at, why, why, why it's saying. It's not just saying, like, a wise person doesn't you know does good right. and a foolish person does bad right. it's talking about it makes a father glad yes. it, it brings sorrow to a mother so there's always this relational component to, to right. wisdom and foolishness mm-hmm. Sweet. okay well we'll keep moving on in proverbs 10 but for jennifer mcclish and will carlisle i'm barrett fisher thanks for listening to our daily rhythm 
I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.